Welcome, one and all, folks, to the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast for our review of Money in the Bank, where a great wrong was righted, where there was an incredible, incredible series of events. Your King of Extreme, he came in second place, but... I still beat chicken, which is actually better than winning. So that's all I can say. Now, we are waiting for the a former a champion, chicken, that rapscallion ne'er-do-well that he is. His collusion couldn't save him tonight. This was actually a shockingly good card for what it was. Uh Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman captivated me. It was, it worked on their old storyline together so perfectly. And I really just, yes, it was an incredible night. And I'm any minute now, folks, any moment, the former champ chicken will be signing in. But enough of that. Here he is, the new champion, Tony Fucking G, Tony, triple belt G, and Tony, the seven-time RWP champion. Oh, now, Tony. It just feels right. I decided since it's not, Chicken will not be able to send the belt to us in a timely manner for you to be christened here tonight. I decided to go into the vaults of the RWP to pull up a truly meaningful artifact okay. that I think will help quite a bit as I christen you the new champion oh. with our original RWP championship before we even Got the new amazing title, which I did get onto the Royal Rumble live feed, and so it is now forever. The RWP Championship is forever indelibly a part of professional wrestling history. Yes. I did that. Yes, you did. But, Tony. <sighs> the feels. For dethroning that rapscallion collusion. ne'er-do-well chicken. For bringing the RWP Championship home. For helping set the world at least a little bit more right so that Phil KOE can more easily claim the championship in a future date. I christen thee the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast World Heavyweight Champion! Oh! Oh, it oh, feels so good. Yes, yes. It so, feels so good. Good old, good old trusty, dependable yellow here. Back... On my mighty shoulders, where in the saddle again. it truly belongs, folks. All right, enough said about our shameless plugging of all our greatness and my clearly superior knowledge of predicting wrestling. Let us jump right into this, and our former one-time champion will join us when he gets the chance, but we're not going to wait for him. Any longer, let us dive into this card. Uh, we will talk about the matches in the progression that they came down the line. 
First and foremost, oh, and as, first and foremost, yes, oh. a celebratory uh, pour into the dram oh. of the new champion that unseated that rapscallion ne'er do well chicken. I not that I'm really too no. personally. And this invested. is a marvelous scotch we've got on hand here, Dalmore Portwood. Oh, one of Tony's favorites. It's so huge. I figured it's only fitting. It's only fitting. So. Starting off the night, uh, we had the kickoff show match of Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. I watched this while I was actually waiting for you to show up. And I got to say, right out of the gate, this match was really damn good. I thought it was a, a great match on the kickoff show. This could have been on the main show with some actual build. This had absolutely no build. They just put it on the kickoff show to fill time. And it's a damn shame because you've got a – legendary veteran in Jeff Hardy, and you have one of the best pure athlete professional wrestlers in the world in Cesaro. And I got to tell you, their pairing was marvelous. It was it was crystal clear. They worked well together. And with no build and no backstory, I thought it was a three-and-a-half-star match. If you put this in front of a crowd of people, it, it would have been an easy four. I loved it. I, I would love to see these guys go again sometime in the future. I can't say enough good about it. I unfortunately did not see it, so I cannot fairly rate it. So I agree, Tony G. That was quite the well, studious. Seeing studious as thing. I am the champion, it's only fair that you do agree with me. I mean, you, you know you know my history. Uh, I guess. Yes, yes, well done tonight, sir. So, uh, now, granted, I was a half point behind you, but we will – Get to that later. Mm. So, yeah, tonight it came mm. down to the very wire. AJ versus, like, literally, if AJ would have kept the money in the bank. Right, well, we'll get there. We'll uh, get there. Well, You're jumping. I know. I know. But I can. This isn't this isn't a story by page. You don't just go, ah, well, you know, I was going to get on the bus, but then I just walked in the closet and turned to the last page. We've got a journey to go on, folks. We're, very true. we're very, not going to keep you all night. But we're going to go down this card in the order it went. And the kickoff match uh, was the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. New Day defending against Forgotten Sons, Lucha House Party, and Miz and Morrison. I'm going to just uh, flat out say it. I was not invested in this match. And it's a shame because you had eight guys who are incredibly athletically gifted. And they have honed their craft over many, many years. But I wasn't invested in this match. But they did put on a really entertaining tag team match. It's just, it ended quickly and yes. unexpectedly. And given the runtime of the pay-per-view, I'm shocked this didn't get more time. Yes. And, uh, you, you know, I might've predicted that one wrong. Yeah. You have the forgotten sons. Who wants yes, that? Yes. Uh, the new day. It's a new day. Retained. Yes, it is retained. Uh, but again, you can't, because my logic of they just put the belt on the new day, so probably about time to take it off. I get it. I get it. I mean, it makes sense. It, it makes made sense. about as much sense as any other decision that night. So, oh lordy be. So moving uh, right well, along. I mean, let's let's face it. I I picked the new day. It's not like anybody else picked the new day, did they? Nah, nah. There ain't no way. Oh, oh, oh. Vlad, Vlad, dude. You told me this shit was solid. You told me it was solid. They get did they get inside info? Hold on, hold on. I hold on, hold on. I gotta go. Hey, hey, what's going on, fellas? What the fuck happened tonight? Jesus. 
Oh, uh, d- just a just a wrong being righted. That's all. That's what happened. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get more into that. Uh, welcome, welcome to our live stream. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, hang on. Uh, give me give me one moment here. Chicken, you were on the way to becoming triple champ chicken, but considering I took the tiebreaker point in which you and I were tied, and Tony's the champion, I guess you're triple place chicken. Oh, 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 oh. oh yes. Yeah, so oh, I thought I thought you got two and a half points. So you're 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 gonna brag yourself up on half points. Like you, uh, you did a really good job on your second guesses. Way to go, Phil. Way to go. You know, I might not have won the championship tonight, but I still beat Chicken, which is better than winning. So uh, you know, how? I, I gotta, how? I, I don't understand how. How, how do you think I you beat me? I took the tiebreaker point, mofo. So I take when Ray you have went to tie. off the ring, You have to tie. You get a tiebreaker. Tie of the breaking, the break, the tie was broken. Guys, I don't understand why you're fighting for second place. <laughs> um, oh. SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The New Day retains, as I predicted, because of course they did. In a surprisingly short match, it was going to be really exciting. Bit of a cluster, but it got really good, and then it ended abruptly. I gave it 2.75. Uh, mostly because the wrong guy won. Uh, I, I believe I gave it two and a half. Yeah, yeah. two and a quarter, I think. Two and a said. quarter. Yeah, mostly because the wrong guy won. Should have been, uh, it was the Forgotten Sons time. It really was. They needed this push. Yeah, I, yeah, I could have seen that, but they didn't do it. Uh, yeah. New Day rocks. That's all. Yeah, New Day does rock, and they rock tonight, and they – they are still your tag team champions of SmackDown. The next match, weird, but uh, instead of the advertised MVP versus R-Truth, we got R-Truth against Bobby Lashley. And um, I don't, may, may yeah. I, can I, can I, what, what the hell? Can I just say? You can. Go ahead. Okay. If the match would have proceeded and R-Truth would have lost, I would have got the point there. But that's not what happened. Once again, again, even when Bobby here we go, still playing in the world or what ifs? What the fuck? (laughs) Phil playing in the world of what ifs? Okay, continue, sir. (sighs) It happens. So yes, but no, Bobby Lashley keeps bringing up more and more what ifs for me. I'm sorry, it keeps happening. Like Bobby, please go to another company, please. Yeah. For my championship reign sake. My mm. God. Ugh. Okay. Rant on that over. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even rate this match because it wasn't it was a squash. It's, Bobby Lashley destroyed. Yeah. He destroys truth. <laughs> as expected. Truth does the comedy stuff. Uh I don't know. I, I was I don't understand why this wasn't on the pre-show. I rate this one star because that's how many points it cost me tonight. <laughs> So I think that's fair. Fair. It's fair. So I get it. I get it. <sighs> yeah. Moving along, Tony. Moving along, we uh, we jumped into the SmackDown Women's Championship, and this was Bailey defending the title against Tamina. This uh, this actually had some fairly strong build, and I believe it or not, was looking forward to this. Uh, Bailey is now officially. Pay-per-view to pay-per-view. Wanted at Money in the Bank last year. Defended it successfully at Money in the Bank this year. 
She has held the belt from pay-per-view to pay-per-view uh, full, full, for a full year. It's impressive. I, you know, she's been booked pretty solid as champion as a heel. And I, there wasn't much to dislike about this one. Even Sasha was on point playing the, the friend outside of the ring. I, I thought they did a lot of good stuff. Uh, gosh, it's just, you hope that this is going in the direction that they want Sasha versus Bailey, hopefully by SummerSlam. But uh, the match itself, I thought it was really good. There was a couple of really good spots where uh, Tamina throws a super kick. Bailey catches it, drops down into a knee bar. That was cool. That was a great spot. It was seamless. Loved that. And then the spot where Bailey goes for the Samoan drop and she just falls face forward. Tamina squashes her. It was perfect. Yeah. They they worked very well together, which is surprising. I I thought it was going to be a little more clunky than it was. But, again, it was an expected win. Bailey retains. I gave it three stars. What did I give that look? One. Three as well. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching it thinking, uh, yeah, Tony, I agree with your rating on that one. It was a great three-star match. And again, if that one would have been in front of a crowd, mm-hmm. when Bailey went for the Samoan drop and dropped forward, that would have been a big pop. Yeah. That would have been a big moment if there had been, again, there had been a crowd there. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> yeah, no, I get it. Uh, and Bailey's been very dependable in these three to – Three and a half star matches as champ. You, you get a good match out of her pretty much every outing. Next, so, yeah, Bailey. Bailey will pick that one, right? Like that was yeah. a gimme match. Yeah. So Phil, Phil, right Phil, Phil finally got a full point, right? Was that the first full point Phil got tonight? You know, um, yeah, had Hardy. He had Hardy. Okay, so you get two points. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. He 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 picked two correctly at this point, and then. But, uh, but so far, I have three points. Right. Two. At this point, you and I were neck and neck. Okay. okay. Just on. making sure. Just making sure we get our story straight here. <laughs> I don't want no CNN shit going on here. No, I'll give you that. It's fair to say because up until the main event, it was pretty much you and I neck and neck. Uh, Phil was kind of bringing it up the rear, but things did change by the main event. But next on the list, waka waka. Next, <laughs> next on the list was the Universal Championship match: Braun Strowman defending against Mr. Rogers, Bray Wyatt. Not The Fiend, but Mr. Rogers. Braun, you're back, Braun. That was oh, compelling. Man. I love. That was compelling as hell. I love this match. I absolutely love this match. Braun is being booked still. I know it's weird, but he's not being hurt as champion, which you almost expect. He's He was booked strong in this match, and even though Bray Wyatt's supposed to be a monster, regardless of which persona he brings to the ring, he, he looked strong in this match. He just he played it so well with his kooky characters and the puppets and all that. And I gotta say, somehow Bray Wyatt has found a way to utilize the deafening silence of no crowd, no commentary. Those awkward moments of silence, Bray Wyatt's found a way to capitalize on that and make it emotionally investing. Because when there was dead silence and you're looking at Bray Wyatt doing his Bray Wyatt thing. It was it was perfect. I loved that. Yeah, I, it would have been a totally different match in front of. Yeah, the crowd. I don't think that match would have worked in front of a crowd. No, no, not the way like, it that out. was compelling. Held my attention. Tony and I were just like mm-hmm. dead silent watching it. Uh, I gave it three seven five. Yeah, same. It was same. just shy of a four star match. It, it had was, it gone a little longer, and they had a little bit back and forth more. I, I probably would have gone for. I thought the storytelling was. Awesome. I love yes, this. Yes. 3.75. I mean, 
<sighs> and unfortunately, I did have Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Let's count the points. Yeah, at that point, I believe it was uh, four, four to two, four yes, to four to yes, two. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah, make that, sure. Just make that's sure. That's how that went. Yep. Oh, I was swinging from behind, chicken. Don't get me wrong. So it's clear, unlike you know maybe some other people around here, I have no collusion partners. Unlike you, sir. I have no so idea I'm, what you're talking about. Yes. 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 Uh, so we moved on to a match that we all picked the same because it only made sense. Seth Rollins challenging for the WWE world title against Drew McIntyre. Uh, this is a match that I, I've seen so many times. They are, I believe up until tonight, they were about four and four. I think they were neck and neck in singles competition. Uh, that's a fun stat for you there at home, all you watching. But this was the tiebreaker. But we all knew that Drew was not going to drop the belt to Seth Rollins, who's only gotten people under as champion. They're not going to put it back on him yet until they can get him onto a level that he can carry the belt again. Drew's on that level right now. He found a way to beat Brock Lesnar and even in front of no crowd, look like a legitimate, threatening, dominant champion. And he did it again. This was your standard Seth versus Drew match up until about the end when they, yeah. they kicked it up another Ended notch. with a neat uh, counter sequence that mm -hmm. Drew... Snap got his finish out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I like that, that they're promoting the fact that he can end the match yes. at any time out of nowhere. Yes. Uh, that was, yeah, it was a fine, fine match. And I got to say, Drew McIntyre taking the superplex into the Falcon Arrow, that big, beefy dude, pretty impressive uh, for both guys, really. I gave it three and a half. It was a good match, but it was just, it was there to give Drew some legitimacy in his title. Again, this match could have gone longer, and I can't believe it didn't. This was a short pay-per-view. This could have gone yeah. another five minutes easy and definitely broken a four-star for me in front of a crowd of nobody. It could have. But they went home a little earlier than I thought they would, and I gave it 3.75. And, of course, we, all three of us picked Drew McIntyre to retain so we were still ahead of Phil at that point. But I picked up a but point. Five to yeah. three. Five to three at this point. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Here's where it gets fucky. So. Um, Something's fucky. <laughs> something was very fucky with this match, folks. We are clearly talking about the main event. And both matches. Happened again simultaneously the women's money in the bank match and the men's money in the bank match simultaneously from the ground floor of Titan Tower, all 10 stories up to the roof, in a money in the bank ladder match. Both briefcases hung above the ring itself on the roof, and all <laughs> 12 people going at it at one time. I said it during the predictions would they interact with each other? Boy, did they. Let's uh, let's huh. try to recap this match. First and foremost, this was a cinematic match. <coughs> it was not a wrestling match. So this is, uh, for me, I rate these differently because in 2020, cinematic matches are a thing. This was not a straight-out wrestling match because it was camera cuts, camera angles, uh, movie-type shots. 
So we had a lot of uh, suspended disbelief for this one. Uh, we we haven't actually discussed our ratings of this one, and I, I'm glad we didn't because I'm I'm interested to hear what you think personally about these. But uh, we can't really rate them individually because it was one match. It was it was almost four matches in one. But let, let's try to recap a bit what happened. You had all six women and all six men starting out on the ground floor of the WWE headquarters that they're moving from, which is why they're doing this, destroyed it. And they all kind of worked their way up through the hallway, fighting and fighting and fighting. What what, what were some of the things that you took away from this, Phil? Um, Snaggle drink. I love you. And the minute I saw Brother Love, I knew exactly what kind of tone we were going to see that night. And as much as I hate to admit it, and I know Jim Cornette's going to shit all over this in about a week. Yep. Otis. Food fight! I popped. Yeah. I, and then, well, first and foremost. And then when Nia and Otis smashed uh, into Ray, and then they just like both stare at each other while Otis is just like chewing on a sandwich. Like, I don't know why that just made me laugh. Well, that first was- and foremost, Oscar dives off of a balcony onto the women, giving the men a chance to kind of go up. She locks herself in an elevator and starts going to the top. The men start wrestling. Uh, was who, who was it in the bathroom with? Was it Ray? It was Ray Mysterio. Goes into the bathroom and out of the stall comes Bruce Pritchard, brother love. I love you too, but I gotta go. And he leaves. So they did that. And then, yes, for no good reason whatsoever, there's Paul Heyman in front of a long table, a buffet, if you will. Eating, gorging. Oh, and John Laurinaitis did take a pie to the face. Jo- yes, yes, he did. Screw him. I, I was fuck, yeah, see fuck that. him. That's yeah, hate him. So Paul Heyman's eating all this food, and then all of the competitors, the women come from one side, the men come from the other, and they meet in the middle. And Paul Heyman's sitting there at a table by himself, looking very. This is the perfect place to eat a buffet by yourself. Otis grabs a dinner roll or something and just starts shaking and does the food fight. And they all start fighting. Paul takes a bunch of rice to the face. It was ridiculously stupid, and we loved it. We did. It, I, I was, I was marking out for it like you wouldn't believe. I was marking out like Marky Mark and the Marky Bunch. It was just, yeah, it I was, was ridiculous. It was, and then we started making our way farther up. AJ Styles has like post traumatic stress disorder over his encounter with the undertaker. Yeah. There's a, there's a coffin with purple lighting in a room for no good reason. He sees a poster. The undertaker freaks out. Alistair black just shuts him in there. doesn't like lock the door, just shuts him in the door. And in classic Stephanie McMahon fashion, while the women are brawling, they just cut to a shot of Stephanie McMahon Standing there and shitting all over the division. Yeah, Dana Brooke grabs a briefcase with a bunch of fake money in it and goes, I won. Dana, you got to go to the top. This isn't where you win. Uh, clean up the mess. And then yeah, she leaves. I, I, and then it, Carmella smashes a picture of it her was the, that she wore for about five more minutes. It was the money in the bank boardroom. Like, yeah, no, no. We need a boardroom just for money in the bank. We just... Can't do that in the regular office room. No, we, uh, yeah. So Stephanie was like, oh, thanks for showing up. Oh, and Vince McMahon. Yeah, speaking of people we had to get into the match, we got into Vince's office. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan brawl into Vince's office, who's just sitting there angry. No chance. Yeah, they play his music. 
They play his music. Get out. Yeah. And, and they're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're starting this, man. Let's set the chairs back. Oh, right. We'll put the chairs back. Up, up. Yeah. Let's. And they both just kind of. Yeah, yeah. Clean up after yourself, bitches. Yeah. They just kind of shuffle and then, outside. Yeah. And, and then that's they respect. Have, you you got to give the boss respect. That's what it is. And then Vince McMahon they banter. sprints some hand sanitizer on his hands, <laughs> and they cut away from him. And, and they banter. And there's, like, so much, like, multi-layered humor you can pull from just that. Like, really? Okay. Okay. Um, and so they go back, like, hey, you were stupid in there. No, you were the stupid one. No, you were stupid. And then they keep fighting again, and it was, uh, yeah, yeah. Then it just it kept going like this for a little while, and we thought like, surely, what is this going to go like two hours? No, like that's what we expected, but no, they they pretty quickly after that they found their way up to the roof, which for being six women and six men in the match, the what? first ones on the roof were only three of the women. Yep, that was it. It was just, uh, yeah, I, I was surprised how unpopulated the, the roof area was. It was interesting. It got there, though, in enough time. And here was the interesting. Asuka, my pick, she won the money in the bank. Before she case. did that, though, you oh, had yeah, Baron Corbin. Corbin on one side of the ladder and Asuka on the other, and they're both reaching for the wrong briefcase at the moment. And they kind of, no, no, no. And she kicks Corbin off of the ladder. He falls off. She takes down the briefcase. Women's match is over. Like, oh, okay. That kind yep. of came out of nowhere. But, hey, and that good for us. Phil KOE one point closer. Yes. Did so. I not Did I not say I saw it coming? I just didn't pick it. I should have picked it. I should have picked I, it. I feel you. Should I get it. I'm right there with you. She you was my dark You remember how I picked Bobby Lashley last night, but nobody's giving me that point. But. <laughs> no. <laughs> what the fuck? No. All right, no. let's have an investigation on that. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. So, <laughs> all right. So the women's portion is over at So this you're point. both... Still at five points. Yeah, and I am at four points. I'm in the behind, and literally, I need Rey Mysterio to go off the side, and I need AJ Styles to take the briefcase to win the belt. Yeah. Then suddenly, out of nowhere, Baron just dumps Rey Mysterio off the building, just unceremoniously, like wasn't even all that climactic, just dumps him. And like, what the fuck? And then immediately after that, he chucks Alistair Black off the side as well. Yep, Alistair gets chucked too. Like, literally within 30 seconds, just get chucked off. Ray's gone. And so now... Corbin started climbing back up yes. again. So now I'm at four and a half points. Okay? I am right there. And then... And then... It comes down to literally Baron Corbin and AJ Styles are up top. They both have the briefcase. They both unhook it. They're both holding They're it. They're both it's holding it. It's one of them. And it's AJ, one of them. Oh, my God. And then AJ and Baron both drop it at the same time, and it lands in Otis's hands. And Otis is the money in the bank winner by Dark Horse. Phil Kaoe gets the five points and he ties chicken with the tiebreaker point, making Philip the second place, Mr. Money in the Bank. I'll 
take it because you rap stallion never do well. You wait, stole my wait, you're game. counting your tiebreaker point as a point. We said it's a half point. Don't if it's a tiebreaker, if it's a tiebreaker, but we you never tied me. Also, the tiebreaker point. If there's any tie discrepancies, that point determines the ties. But you're still you have fighting, to tie me. But you're both just fighting over second place at this point because at that point, mm, yes, Tony G with o Otis, who I had no interest in picking, solid just it seals it up for me. In a completely out of nowhere pick, Otis wins the men's money in the bank contract, all but securing a world or universal title reign for Otis. Otis. I, I can't which, explain which, I don't is, care, it, which is the dumbest thing that could have happened tonight. Well, after this match, I mean, the way that this match went, it didn't really matter who won at this point because it yeah. was so ludicrously stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but hey, let's, let's give me some credit here. The money in the bank match, you did. You I predicted did. that one pretty well. You, give me some credit for actually giving a pretty accurate prediction to that cluster frack. You did. You did bring it back in the end. You made it interesting there at the end. Uh, honestly, like Rocky. honestly, it was really close, and I only won by a half a point because uh, Oscar was my dark horse, and that sealed it for me so that gave me the belt but let's talk about the matches within the matches within the match and i don't I, again this was a cinematic match so it's not i can't real read quick, it real game. quick i i gotta do the ceremonious i'm Go ahead. gonna i will relinquish the belt to the true champ not Phil, who never even tied me to get this fucking tiebreaker bullshit but to tony g into the box to be mailed back to the true champion. Well done, sir. I look forward to taking it back from you uh, soon. I I applaud you for your marvelous come from behind win at WrestleMania. I congratulate you on your, your first reign. And I can't think of a better person to give me back my title to put me a full title reign ahead of is Phil this Haley. seven time now i am a seven time champion and folks it's not going anywhere now it's staying right here not only have i had the longest reign not only have i had the shortest reign but now i've had the most reigns but that's neither here nor there let's rate this match as a cinematic Clusterfuck masterpiece. Phil, what do you give this match? Comparing this it to the insane Firefly match. Funhouse match, comparing it to the Boneyard match. Comparing it to Gargano, Ciampa, to all the cinematic matches that we've had. Three and a half. See, I can't do it on a star scale. I can't. I refuse to because for me, it's it's different. It's not exactly wrestling. I'm, I, I did a A through F scale grading for the cinematic matches and i'm going to stick by that i believe i was an a plus on the boneyard match because it was just it was all the feels all the nostalgia and i think i gave the firefly funhouse an a minus because i loved it but it was so fucking insane this was uh this was just comedy after comedy and i, I felt like 
they shortened up the pay-per-view by at least an hour by doing both matches at the same time. And I felt that was almost unnecessary. I get that the, the matches intertwined a bit and that was kind of interesting, but they could have done them separately. And as a whole, I'm going to give this a B, a B. I'm going to give this a B as a, a cinematic B. match. Now, I rated the Firefly Funhouse and Boneyard matches as star ratings like I do. Um, so I'm sticking with three with three and a half. Okay. So, And a side note, I, I'm giving uh, the Ciampa-Gargano cinematic match, because this wasn't on camera before, but after I've watched it, I'm giving it an A. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, uh, Chicken, you have an excellent little extra point that you have down here at the bottom of the screen. Join us, folks at Big Bucket Entertainment for the Andre the Giant Tribute Challenge. Andre the Giant, in one sitting, drank 117 beers, and all of the extended Big Bucket Entertainment family and all you out in the crowd, out in the audience, can help us. Let us know in the comments section. Let us know in the live stream. I'm drinking a beer for Andre, and that will count towards the overall total as we, on the 19th of this month, Pay tribute to the boss. Yes, a picture, Andre or, the Giant. A picture or a video of you drinking a beer. Send it to us, however you can, on Facebook, text message, whatever. Send it to us. We'll pop it on the screen. That will count to our total, and we will get to 117. Hopefully, one way or another. Uh, as far as wrestling-related events here on the RWP, next up we've got Double or Nothing. We'll figure out a way to review that for you all, and then. Not until Backlash, I believe, in middle of June will be the next WWE event that we review. So we will try to do all we can to keep you filled up with all of the KOE content and all of the things you need here at the RWP to keep you entertained and keep you coming back, folks. But uh, Chicken, former champ Chicken, is there anything you'd like to say to the folks? Uh couple things, I guess, is uh, congratulations, Tony, of course, on being the seven-time Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast Champion, which makes you the greatest of all time now, I do believe. Um, I, am, I am graciously the former champ. Um, I am also the newcomer, so I look forward to catching up to both of you uh, and I'm glad that my title reign was not the shortest. No matter what your investigation may unveil, I guarantee there was no collusion, corruption, anything to do with anything. Everything I did was 100% legit. It was factual. It was perfect. Everything I did was perfect. I won perfectly. Investigate all you want. But congratulations, Mr. Tony, uh, and look forward to your short reign as I take it back. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a fun fantasy chicken. But uh, you and I even tied this evening, and I was even able to take the tiebreaker point. So my professional <laughs> wrestling knowledge is clearly clearly superior to yours, sir. So my scorecard says you had four and a half. Good championship gatekeeper. I'll give you that. Give my scorecard. My scorecard says Phil. Phil four and a half. 
Oh, yeah, you're, oh, yes, you, you just keep thinking all that nonsense. You can't counter tiebreaker if you didn't tie. What the fuck are you talking about? You're third. Fake news. Fake news. Tony said it is good for a half point. You can even go back. Fake news. Your second place winner. Fake news. Third place chicken. Uh, Fake news. Triple place chicken. Fake news. I'll just keep hitting it. I think it's adorable how you guys are fighting over second place. Well, we got to fight over whatever scraps we can find around here. Well, well, Phil tries to claim victory over me anytime he can. I have to make sure he knows. He knows. He he did not win tonight. Clearly. Clearly he did not win. You don't count tiebreakers until you tie. You have to tie me first, so that doesn't count. Now, RWP uh, fans, you can go back to the prediction video and uh, (laughs) see for yourself. The evidence will bear out the fact. The evidence is clear. Evidence is clear. Yes, the evidence. The truth will prevail, and I will become the champ soon. You must award it. (laughs) So, Tony. Tony, the, the the real belt's coming soon, buddy. As long uh, as you throw it in Phil's face, I'm good. Well, it's it's only do it's only right. I mean, it's it's back where it belongs, you know. It, it was a it was an earned victory tonight, and I'm pretty proud of myself. And honestly, I'm I am a little as much as I hate to say this, I'm interested to see where they go from here with not just Oscar having the money in the bank briefcase. I think that's a great move. I think it's a solid move. But Otis, Otis, big old Otis is your money in the bank briefcase winner. Where will they go from here? Will he be successful? I, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't the world know. makes no sense. <laughs> yep. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah. You said it perfectly. World makes no sense. Yeah, that's, that's it. You know, it's my, my, as much as I hate to say, if AJ would have won and it would have come down to the tiebreaker, I think Chick and I would just be yelling at each other. Oh, yeah, no, I'm yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, it would be, this would be a lot less informative on the results of Money in the Bank and more to you just. I would have been so sad if it came down to a coin flip. Yeah. Because we would not so. trust each other to do it. So. Because. Because. Coin flip. Heads. Tony G. Ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Phil, send us home. You know, folks, as I'm known to say around here, all that being said, this has been our review of Money in the Bank. Quite an eventful show, folks. The title came home, and now we are sending you off, and we will see you at double or nothing and all the varying different twists and turns in the world of professional wrestling i am the devilishly handsome outlaw himself your king of extreme phil koe signing off and handing it off to my indomitable broadcast partners folks hey hey uh thank you folks for uh tuning in tonight uh 
Sorry. Sorry I didn't hold up my end of the bargain. I lost by a half a point to Tony. I promise it won't ever happen again. I'll get this title back. I'll make sure I become the people's champ again. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you check us out on Big Buck and Entertainment. For all other podcast needs, we have King of Extreme Nation. We have Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast. And, of course, Dog and Chicken Show, where we go live at least once a week, sometimes twice a week, because we're crazy rapscallions like Bill likes to call me. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, Tony. I'll let you take it away, sir. Thanks again, everybody. This was uh this was a well-earned seventh title reign, and I can't wait to defend it probably throughout the rest of the year. It's it's been a journey, and thank you so much for joining us again. 